This is the greatest and best song. This is the greatest special guest we've ever had on the show. Tribute. Tom. <laughs> Long time ago, I was booked for this podcast. And I drove down here on the M25. No, it's not. It's the M25. <laughs> on the M. <laughs> if you went on the M25, you were lost. You've gone the wrong way. That's the ring road. I around passed London. a KFC <laughs> just off the roundabout. And I said, yeah. Shall we? <laughs> Give yeah. me the greatest chicken in the world. Give me a large portion of gravy or I'll eat your soul. <laughs> yeah, coming right up to your fries with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I'm not a new one, they rubbish. <laughs> new thick fries. Oh, they changed their fries? Yeah, they're thick fries. Oh, what? Still never eat <laughs> Yeah. Amy's not a fan of chicken. <laughs> well, if you don't like chicken, it's probably. It's right up there is one of the worst places to go, really, isn't it? Unless there was like a. I went to Mandel's. No? Never that's chicken as well, unfortunately. Like they're non chicken stuff, is it? What, peri peri hummus? <laughs> Comedy geeks, and welcome to the super special, super sexy, extra fun show. We're here live today with. Shut up. Shut up, guest. Get out. (laughs) It's going well. We're here live today with Tom Reese Evans. Yay. Hello. That's me. Hello. That's me. That's my name. Tom and his guitar. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it quickly. Do the ding ding ding. You all want it. This is what we all came for. Oy! It's unique every time because Oy! I can never play it consistently. <laughs> <laughs> Squeaks and scribbles and all the scoops. Did you always use your guitar in comedy, or did you just <coughs> did that come later? Well, it was it was when I first went to Rafa's actually because I just had my guitar in the car. I think it's because I just bought it. <laughs> and I was trying to get good at it, so I was taking it everywhere. Taking it from airing, and uh, and I was just, and because Sarah Bridgman was so nice, she, and we were just chilling. We were there really early as well, and uh, I just said, "Do you want me to play some music beforehand?" And then she went, "Yeah." And I don't know where that little. I, it was something I knew from when I just first started playing the guitar. Just a little ding, But the funny thing is, is I was explaining what my role is in Rafaz to my dad, who's never been to Rafaz. Um, and I just went, and I play a little jingle right at the top, which is ding, 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 ding. And he said to me, ole. Huh? And he didn't even know. He genuinely didn't even know. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was just like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've been. Super smart. Could that work with my cowbell, do you think, if I put it in my car? More cowbell. Tuned up to a... Always yeah. need more cowbell. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Ole. Let's yeah. come up with a different word, I think. Yeah. I don't think Ole is going to work with a cowbell as a. Just think of Christopher Moo, Walken. Maybe. A Mexican cowbell. Mm. <laughs> and then you'd have to tune it. So. That's three cowbells tuned. That sounds awful. Tom yeah. <laughs> really bad. Really bad. <laughs> so, Tom Wee Sevens, mm-hmm. how did you first get into stand up? Well, bedroom, Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I always wanted to be a stand-up, and I 
applied for a gig when I was about the same age as Dan. I was 25 or 26. Uh, got oh, a, oh like, that's lovely. I, got a little, I just turned 36. <laughs> I, got a, I got a, well, you know, you got to, you got to start sometime. You know, so, like, there's, 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 there's new stories now of like, this uh, 90-year-old person just made their first album. And we're all, <laughs> yeah. we're all like, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. You're done, Grandpa. You're going to be dead soon. When so. I was in my 20s, I was like, I'm too old to be in a band now. It's silly. No, <laughs> yeah. it's, no it is. It's silly. You should just do whatever you want, whenever you want, because it's the future now. And you can just do stuff. Uh, so yeah, I was like twenty five. So I got um, I got knocked back by some prick who was just like because he he said uh, what uh, what experience do you have? And I'd just been working in um, the new theatre during pantomime season, and then after the pantomime, they do an anti panto. Oh, uh, so it's like the anti panto. Oh, it's not like yeah, the so adults. It's, it's, one, well, is it's it? for it's for the cast and crew of the pantomime. And the, it's done by the stewards, the bartenders, and like all that. So it's really, it's a really cool idea. And obviously, everyone, everyone who's working in a theatre wants more theatre experience. That's why they work there. And um, I got, I went from having two lines to four days before the show, somebody dropped out, and they said, "Oh, do you want to do this?" I was like, "Do you want a bigger part?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and uh, and they went, "Okay, you've got four yeah. days to learn two songs and like six pages of dialogue." And I just, I ended up nailing it and I did it. And, uh, and, uh, and so I put on like my application to this gig. Oh, I've done comedy on the new theater stage. Now looking back on it, that was probably, I should have probably just said, I've never done it before. Uh, (laughs) And I just want to do it. I've always wanted to do it. And that's fair enough. Like, and I know now that that's (laughs) perfectly acceptable. If anything, it's incredibly encouraged in our scene. What was the panto? Uh, It was, uh, oh, it was, uh, God, what was the actual panto? Uh, oh. Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, I think it was Robinson Crusoe. What did he play? I I played the 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 the, the dopey sea captain. Good. So, it's a bit uh, there for all. So <laughs> the comedy I, bit I there. Play, I, I, sat, I can't remember the second one because there isn't a video of it because my sister came to watch it and she got a video of it and uh, uh, it was uh, Proud Mary. So and I and I um, I went to that gig that I was telling you about earlier on, which which got cancelled. But I went in for a coffee anyway. And then uh, Noel Brody came in. He was also supposed to be working it. And he started talking about the work he was preparing for, for Panto. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be in Pantoman so much. And he was like, yeah, you got to get your foot in the door already. And he looked me up and down. He was like, you make a good prince. So I was like, <laughs> thank you very much. And I gave him a little curtsy. And then uh, and he said, yeah, have you got any? Can you sing? I was like, can I? <laughs> kind of. And uh, and he and he said, yeah, we've got any videos. And so I sent him that video from that pantomime and he sent it on now to the company in London. So fingers crossed, Ooh, guys. Well they might hear so maybe get some pantomime work. And if not, maybe next year. Oh, I'd, love, I'd love it. I'd love yeah. to. I'd, I love the silliness. I'd like to be a bad guy. Yeah, the villain. Yes. Yeah, they're the, the villains you always want, good. Doesn't it? Yeah. What, yes. what I found, especially in the one that we were... Um, that we were uh, doing. The villain was played by quite a serious actor. So we played it really well. And what slightly <laughs> irritated me when, we, when I was watching it is he obviously the villain gets booed. But then at the end, you're supposed to cheer everyone. But the, the audience just kept booing him. <laughs> and you could sort of, and I saw him a few times. And, you know, at the start, he was like, eh, yeah, you know, boo. But by the end of the run, he was like, it's getting right, him now. like, booze. 
really? You know, so I would always be in the back in the studio just going, yeah, Yay. trying to like seed a few cheers yeah. for him. Like, what you want is that you want that sort of undercurrent of yeah. booze and then a little titter yeah, the, and then like, yeah, oh yes, yeah. you're very good That's at the exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah. That's what you yeah, want. And you make a really good audience <laughs> member because I remember us doing our first That's why you always want to be told as a gig. comedian. You are <laughs> No, so yeah. I mean this so in a very yeah, nice you were way. there at, a, at but, both of our first Yeah, and just your laughter was infectious. You were laughing out loud to everyone's jokes and it was really encouraging. Well, that's it's your fault. Yeah, I, this of, is all your fault. Well, that's kind <laughs> you encouraged of, us. It's kind of what I'm going for because I've always found I used to have a bit about it where I because I was I was at a comedy gig once I was performing, but I was I always watch it and when I want to laugh, I'll laugh. I have no shame. I have no embarrassment. And this woman came to me after and just went, oh, I just want to say like thank you. And I was like, okay, thank what for the gig? And he was like, no, when you were when you were in the audience. You were laughing loud. I felt like I could laugh loud too. Yeah, you need you need that yeah, person. Yeah. I'm literally just yeah. like, it's a what kind of <clears throat> passive aggressive drug. bullshit? <laughs> so you want to laugh? Laugh. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the you way. Just do it. Yeah, I, I'm exactly the same. I, I am That's happy to laugh if it's just me. It's oh. really hard to be that opener, isn't it? Because <laughs> the audience just—they're not at that stage yet. They're not comfortable. Uh, yeah. but what? Well, another secret bit is as well is that I secretly enjoy watching people's first times because and I think we can all be honest with this now it's not going to be your best gig and there's mm-hmm. nothing I enjoy more than somebody who's <laughs> nervous as well you can see they're nervous yeah. and then they're building up to a joke and you can see there's the structure of a joke and they go burda 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 and he gets nothing. And yeah. I find that hilarious. <laughs> I think that's so funny. I think. It's, yeah. Uh, um, I think yeah. I had a moment like that in my set, and you you scream laughing, and it makes perfect sense. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel bad, but I shouldn't. Because, no, you know, it's, it's, great. it's a comedy night. I find that yeah. funny. So again, I'm gonna laugh. Well, I found it funny that you found it funny. exactly. And I was like, I can see exactly. the humor. It just, like, yeah. it just makes like everyone ease. more comfortable, yeah. doesn't it? Like, there's almost like this, there's a two way thing of thinking it in my head I'm like because I, li- I like it I find it funny but almost sometimes I, I sort of convince myself that it's fake but I know it's not fake because it's, it's genuinely you can't but I think it's because you, off, you try and look at how other people are viewing you and everyone's so bitchy sometimes <laughs> you just think oh then maybe they think that, I, that it's, it's it's all genuine yeah mm-hmm. nice. it really it's is. Great. you need a Tom in the audience I think yeah everybody needs a Tom yeah, we got no, a Tom today. Only, but there's only one me, so <laughs> you have to go to every stand-up gig. Well, that's what Sarah always says. It's not the same without you, and I'm uh, not the same without you. That's what, that is what she says when it's, when you're there. Yeah, and um, and I I can't help it. I live in Liverpool. It's a, it's a four <laughs> yeah. and a half hour drive from Liverpool to thing. And in fairness, like that, we when we did that professional gig, I did get a bit of money for that. Which sort of made up for it in a way, but it's just like every, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try and come down and hopefully host it more, but oh, that'd be cool. whenever I get into that mode of wanting to host it, Sarah then decides that she wants to host it. And it's not because she's undercutting me or anything, it's because, it, you know, we you go and, you know, Sarah goes... Well, it needs to be like the Oscars where you've got the two of you, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, and the awful autocue. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> no, but it, when, we, when we did it in the, the Swan... It's just funny because she, I love, I love her. I love her so much because she'll get miserable and and she'll get grumpy about things. I, I just find it funny, and then I'll, I'll just cut Sorry, in, sir. and then like, cause, 
guys, come on, you know, people are messaging me, and you know. <laughs> a lot of um, Sarah Bridgman impressions. Yeah, yeah, every guest we have on wants to do an impression of Sarah Bridgman. Yeah, yeah. that's mm. the best one yet. Yeah. I started that. <laughs> we found we've gone right back to the source. No, but that's the thing is, you, once once someone does an impression of something, you can you can break down their impression of it, and then you can do it easier, and it is. Uh, when I was on again the most best podcast, I, it just came out. And it was, Hi, Dad. <laughs> but she's really easy to do an impression of because guys, okay, so I've had a couple of messages and it's because like it's everything's everything's like it's it's like yeah. she, it's like she's having to force out all these words and she's like she, she just wants to do the admin. And uh, this is also with love, by the way. Like, you know, yeah, I know love. that. Yeah, it's also with <laughs> yes. love. But everything's done with love. And I'm I, what I, secretly, I'd love to hear someone do an impression of me because I'm obsessed with myself. <laughs> I don't know if you realise, but you know how some people go like, oh, I can't watch myself on the thing. If I'm yeah. doing, if I've done badly, I have to watch it once or listen back to it once. So I've listened to it. But if I'm doing well, I watch that shit over and over and over. <laughs> Maybe again. we should like, get Sarah in and well? do an impression of him. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. That's what that's what her impression of me is gonna sound like, I guarantee you. Right? Yeah. Drugs. So what do you do in any given day? What does your day look like? Oh, well, I I wake up um Get out pretty of much whenever. Stop it. <laughs> It's weird how people react to Liverpool uh, to Beatles in Liverpool. If they're from Liverpool, I thought that was the reference. I genuinely thought that you were going to go into that. No, I know. I I wake up when I do, and I either write or work over ideas or listen back to myself, cook some food, um, and then I'll either go to work in Hot Water Comedy Club. Or I'll go to gig, um, and yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all I do now. Yeah, that's that's, that's if you don't press the snooze button. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's why I said when I wake up and get up. You yeah, know, when you, you actually know. get up. Yeah, but cool. when I on a day off, I find it so easy just to get up and be like, I've got nothing to do. Cool, mm, I just yeah. get up and get a coffee and nice. That, that's like your downtime. Do you play like computer games or uh, watch TV? I play or... a bit of Fortnite. Uh, I play practice my guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, most of the time now it's it's not. Yeah, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting down at the computer and typing constantly for hours. A lot of it will just be like you know, thinking about the ideas and 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 like or doing something to distract me so that the ideas come to my head. I I, I live with a comedian as well, so we talk a lot about ideas. But he's he's a really he's a much better writer than I am. So what what happen is I'll have an idea ping into my head. And I'll literally give him all the bits of my idea, and then he'll just sort of work the joke mm. puzzle. And he'll go, "Well, you want to put that there, and you want to put that there, and you want to say it this way." And then look, it's a cat, <laughs> some kittens. Yeah, the picture reveals itself. Yeah. So is he a stand-up as well? Or? Yeah, he's a stand-up. Yeah. Um, he's shout out. Yeah, my husband. What up? Woo! He's not going to listen to this, so. <laughs> he's the, Never know. He, he's <laughs> he might be the... sitting there googling you one day, and uh, as you do, Google yeah. your flatmate and uh, Google so. your flatmate. Google your flatmate. He, yeah. I, I can pretty much guarantee that he will not Google me. He, <laughs> he doesn't want to know any more about me than he already does. <laughs> oh, I wonder what you find if to put the unsafe search on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all penis pics. What would you say is the best or most significant decision you've ever made? Oh, I'd say probably going to Liverpool. Mm. Really, because what made you decide to go? Yeah. So what was af- the 
after about two, two, three years of doing stand-up alongside working in restaurants, I used to work in restaurants, I was a bartender, a waiter, ran up to management, uh, I was working in Bristol, I was, <laughs> I was working so many hours, I was almost suicidal, like genuinely, I was, I was going, and it was such a tough restaurant that we would make it, I think it's a four million pound business a year. Whoa! Uh, it's not just number. like a yeah. it's, No, it's not it just like a little. Nando's or something then. <laughs> it's not just a little. Well, if it is a Nando's, it's the busiest Nando's. <laughs> oh gosh! Was, um, and I was just so knackered, and I couldn't gig because I was so tired, and I was uh. just spending either any time that I had off, you know, just uh, enjoying myself. Code word. Uh, and um, <laughs> but what would happen after a shift? Because I, you know, the manager leaves last. You put the uh, you put the uh, you put the alarm on. You lock the doors. And I just have to sort of sometimes walk away from it because it was right by the water, and I had to just sort of like walk away so I didn't just throw myself in because it was really bad. And then uh, one day uh, I was drink, I was having a couple of drinks uh, with the area manager, uh, and he and we were we were both a little bit drunk, and he said, you know, you're giving sixty percent to us at the moment and forty percent to music and comedy, and we want you to give a hundred percent to us. And now that can be taken in two different ways. It can be you can either think like, "No, fuck off! You can't all of them, all of me." Or he wanted me to be as focused, my attention. Yeah. So instead yeah. of having the comedy and the music yeah. as a sort, of I would have taken that as like, "Grow up." Yeah. Kind of grow up. Yeah. Cut your but hair. I, yeah, but I grow said, "Yeah." No, I don't, and um, so uh, it, it pushed me in the end. And when I had them, I, I called <laughs> for <laughs> for the first time in in my career, I had the power. And I said, well, "Can we uh, have a meeting?" Like, and that's usually what he would say. And, <laughs> and we and we Ch- sat down in a in a pub offsite, and yeah, just like I just said, "Look, man, I'll, this is what I want to do, so I'm going to go for it." Okay. Even though I was getting paid really well, um, but it's so stressful, man. And it's it's so not what you think sometimes, is it? Yeah, so. Cu- I had a conversation with um, the manager in training at the time the other day. Um, and he said, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I feel a bit bad because, you know, I just wanted your job so much that I was really rude and mean to you and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I thought, I thought, I, was, I thought you were all right. Because <laughs> I was, you know, I, all I was concerned with was upping standards and things, but I didn't sort of realize how cutthroat it really was. And everyone was yeah. just like, you know, oh, I want his job or I want his pay goals. I want his things. It's like, yeah. So did um, did you apply for the job in the comedy club, or did you just move up there blindly and have so, a look? Or? Yeah, no, I didn't move up there before I'd been given yeah. it. That would oh, yeah. that would yeah. be yeah. like. Crazy but did you know the area behavior. or anything? No, I had no idea about the behaviour. I just went up there for a gig. Um, I it just so happened that I was luckily there when Binty was there as one of the owners, and we went out for a drink after because he's nice. He came with us, and I was sort of gushing. A bit for him, I was just like, oh my god, you know, my jungle is closing down, like, there's no comedy and you're doing it really well. And he was just like, oh, well, this job's going in the other venue if you want. And I was like, really? Uh, ask me again when I'm sober, because I make far too many promises <laughs> when I'm drunk. And the trouble is with me, I will follow through. So I've gone on a lot of very hungover walks. Uh, Are you a yes man? I'm, I'm usually a yes man, but I've, I've curtailed it a bit. And I'm like, right, just... There's nothing wrong with saying, ask me again tomorrow morning. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. No, he's not going to give three or four jobs away in the space of a you know, night. And so, yeah, I just messaged him the next day. I was like, was he, were, you awesome. ser- were you serious? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, yeah. Um, uh, where would it, do you know anywhere I could live? And he was like, well, I've got a, I've got a house. You can have that. 
Oh, wow. Brilliant. Like, not for free, obviously, yeah. pay rent. <laughs> it's um, like it was yeah. meant to be. Well, it was out. a bit of kismet mm. about it. Like, you know, it all sort of slot into place. Uh, Mike, my housemate, is he's a bit, I'm going to use that word again, cantankerous in ways. Love And he said, Love uh, that word. He's, he, the word. Because, <laughs> you know, I've got, I've got like a few, I think it's personality issues where, and it's from, it stems from when I was um, bullied horrendously in school, like just being different. And do you remember school was just so different oh. back then than it is today? Yeah. I yeah. said this in an interview just before I went, went, on, went for holidays. It's in um, 21 Drum Street. Where the 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 Seth character, Seth, the one that the chubby guy plays, yes, right. he goes back five years later, and all the stuff that he that would have made him a loser in his old school would now made him popular, and he was the popular one, and the jock was the loser, and mm-hmm. it's it's exactly the same with me. Like when we were there, you, you didn't want to stand out. Well, you, yeah. well, that's the thing is that I never really, Complied. I never really mm. did this whole cool thing. Like I just don't think I had the concept in my brain, and everyone was like, "No, man, you can't say stuff, you can't." And also, like, I'd be in English class, and and we'd be reading through poem or Shakespeare. I'd want to read, mm. and everyone else would be like, like that, and it. You know, mm. this is all sounding eerily familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what it was like. But the thing is, is that what most people did with that is that they possibly, you know, held back, and maybe that's how you guys survived without getting the thing. But I just didn't. I just never had an idea. So every day was every day was hell. And so that's what I'm saying now. Is even to this day, I still sort of like people are nice to me and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't really like me. They're just being nice because of whatever, whatever reason I'll put in my head. They'll be like, you know, because like, you know, if I was going to say, but you guys, oh, you know, I've been doing comedy a bit longer than you guys. You want maybe you want me to go, maybe you want to think, you know, I'll put, I'll make all these yeah. reasons up in my head, but it's not. And even yeah. and like I said, Binty's yeah. the nicest guy in the world. He, we was, we was having a drink one time, and he was like, this, this isn't true. You just got to remember that, you know, we all love you, and just chill and mm. don't be so, you know, like worrying yeah. about stuff. My, my housemate bought me a book that said, stop fucking worrying. That was the name of the book. Or something, something like that. That's brilliant. There's nothing you can do about it, so stop worrying. Just to see it. Yeah, I haven't read it yet, because I'm worried. <laughs> Where did you grow up, then? Uh, Cardiff, yeah. Okay. Cardiff, yeah. I went to a school of wearing. This is something that I thought about, actually, this morning. Like, I keep on having, thinking back to my child, because I want to start writing about it. So I've started thinking about it more. It's so like I said, Writing isn't just sitting down with your pen and paper or at your laptop and writing. It's also just thinking about yeah, what I you want to write about. Walking the dogs is when I do most of my writing. Yeah, 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 go for a dog or, you know, yeah. masturbating sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> but I, I was thinking, like, there's so many times that I can remember where the teacher called me out. Like, I remember, you know, because I, I was quite... If, I, if I'd have been put in a drama school, I probably would have been perfect like for it as in like not perfect drama but I would have probably developed a certain but because I was just in a normal school you know I I can remember a specific example where somebody read out something and it was really long really boring and I went oh glad that's over in a way like you know supposed it was supposed to be in like a sitcom-y jokey way that's when the laugh track comes in in my head that's how it worked (laughs) but the, the the teacher just turned around to me in front of the whole class just went how dare you and I was just like, I was, uh, oh, I'm eight. <laughs> I am eight years old. You are, you know, you are 30 something and you are calling me out in front of everyone. So I think that's what sort of things like that, that happen like that with the teachers and stuff like that. Definitely. That stick with you. Definitely fueled, it fueled like the, mm. the, everyone else's opinion of me then. And then like, 
oh god, it feels therapy session right now. Like, and then it, just, <laughs> then it moved on to comedy high school. Therapy. Comedy is yeah, therapy. Yeah, then it moved on to high school, and it was, it was literally like the the year dickhead. Like that, <laughs> people. If if someone was going to shit on someone, it was just going to be me. So I had it from everywhere, and it's and you know you laugh now. It's not funny. No, you should. You should. No, but that's what I think. I want to yeah. find it funny and I want to work through it and realize that that is, you know, that is what, that's what's holding me back, you know, is yeah. all these, all these past. So what, you're thinking of like writing shitness. about it? Like, yeah, just, just a form of... writing and yeah. the more that I, the more that I think about it, the more, you know, it's not funny. So that's the challenge is, is yeah. going to be making it funny. Like the bit where yeah. I just went, I'm eight, you know, and the trouble is, is that's that's a Joe Rogan line. <laughs> really. Well, it's challenging to, to if you if you are someone who is funny, it is sometimes challenging to look at serious stuff. Yeah, it? and that is it's often a way of dealing with it. I find. Yeah, it's nice. yeah. My I was always my you know sort of my own friend as well because you know I'd just go home and then like just entertain myself and yeah. So that's where you know the performance side. But if I'd have just had one teacher or one friend that went all the way through it might have been a bit better but there was literally no one and it was just you know it was just me and then my <laughs> yeah. sister was you know older so she was and she was part of the cool crew and stuff like that so I was you know, never cool no I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm I never I never <laughs> I don't want to be cool yeah fuck that because you have to hold yourself back so much that's the weirdest thing it's like that was what being cool was is not saying anything I'm being like, yeah. Mm. Comply. Comply, conform. Yeah. And yeah, it's bullshit, man. Pretty girl on the hood of a Cadillac, yeah. She's broken down on freeway nine. Take a look. I get her engine started and I leave her purring as I roll on by. Free love on the free love freeway. Love is free on the freeway's long. I got some hot love on the hot love highway. Ain't going home because my baby's gone. She's dead. Aww. She's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice office reference. Yeah, buddy. That. That's in an advert at the moment yeah, as well. It's on the, Which uh, one? It's on the uh, some... free view advert. That's uh, it. Yeah. 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 It's that brilliant episode of The Office where it's like a staff training day, isn't it? God, it's oh, so, it's so good. So good. So I get my guitar, I'm so excited. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is um, the biggest influence on your life and work and why? Hmm. Has there been anyone? Well, the reason, you know, the first person who I saw and really remember thinking, oh, I want to do that was Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. But influence, you know, my dad and and my mum, you know, but my parents. Because, you know, my mum's always just like, "Mm," and my dad's like, "Eh," you know. (laughs) But, you know, it's... Is it weird that I knew what you meant then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the, the best compliment that I've ever received is, you're just like your dad. And I was like, yeah, that's great, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. so... I remember you well with my parents as well. Yeah, comedy influences of Robin Williams, like, just that crazy zany energy and yeah being yeah. able to refine it but that's the thing if I was Jewish and I went to Juilliard I reckon I would have done really well but I'm not Jewish I didn't go to Juilliard and you know and yeah, now you have to find your own now I'm having to make, make, I'll, I'll start my own but I love that uh, like sort of almost exciting nervous energy that Robin mm. Williams had when he, when he performed mm. like, sometimes but, he would do an entire set that had no jokes in it Yep. It would just be him picking up a towel off the floor, like, oh, hello, 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 h
it's, yeah. I think a lot the of the stuff as well you probably wouldn't be able to do nowadays because some of it was like you know stereotypes of uh, you know Russians or but there was mm. never any malice in it. So, I, but but you do comedy for the time you're living in. Exactly. You? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't going to be doing comedy for 2014. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's one story your family always tells about you? Uh, right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My oh yeah, my first day in primary school. My dad says this. My, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently, <laughs> allegedly, in my first day in primary school, I I kind of remember. I kind of remember being dropped off because I remember being dropped off, and my mum was like, "Okay, I'm going now," and I was like, "Okay, so we're going," and she's like, "No, no, you stay," and I was. You know, like, you weren't, things just happened to you when you were a kid. Either I didn't listen to them when they were talking <laughs> to me, and I was just thinking, like, nah, it's not. <laughs> When's my next Batman coming or whatever? But, um, but yeah, apparently I, I scaled the fence and escaped <laughs> on my first day. And so my parents had to be called in, and they were like, so normally, if something like this would happen, we'd take them to the headmaster's or headmistress's office, but it's his first day, so oh, we don't yes. want to set that precedent of, you know, you're going to go see the headmistress every day, but uh, I, I basically then did. I probably would have been diagnosed with hyperactivity <laughs> disorder nowadays, but... You set the bar pretty back high for yourself that yeah. first day, well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, back then I was just was the wall pretty high? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, uh, it, was, it was chain, not chain. It was like, you know, those easily climbable fence. And yeah, I used to climb fences a lot in my Super Ted outfit. Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I was quite Super cool. Ted. I used to like climbing in school. I used to climb to the top of the lamp post on the schoolyard. Mm. And then when a teacher used to come along, I used to scream, help. Nah. And then when they asked me how I got up there, I'd be like, I fell. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Amy? Yes, Dan? I made us a website. How do you really, Dan? Yeah, it's www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com. Can you say that again, just so I've got it? Yeah, of course I can. It's www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com. Wow, it sounds really great. What's on there, Dan? WW- oh, sorry, I thought you wanted it a third time. Um, it's got everything on there, so you can listen to our podcasts on there, you can look at pictures of us, you can watch videos of us, and you can send us messages and find out about any events that we've got coming up. What do you think of that, Ames? I think it's amazing, Dan. Is it the best website you've ever seen? It's incredible. It's really good. You've done a really good job. Oh, thanks. Fair play. Cool. If you weren't doing comedy, what would you be doing? Um, floating in a river. <laughs> no, because I love this. What I want to do, so uh, I probably would have carried on being a restaurant manager. And um, if I'd have, I'd definitely, if I'd have carried on working for the the company which I shan't name, Caribbean restaurant chain, the only one there is. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, then I'd probably, you know, it was very stressful. But it's like, it's like, uh, it's the, it's. It's the pressure that you put on yourself as well. Like, you know, you've got to set your standards high if you want to do well, because there's nothing worse than going into a restaurant and the waitresses or waiters are all with their heads down cause, and they're going and they're just mm. like, right, now I'm doing this, now I'm doing that. What you want to do is you want to run around with your head up. You want to solve problems before their problems. And then you want to do it, because that's what crap service is. Um, I love watching Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. brilliant. Oh, what I, I used to watch so um, Bar Rescue um, with my ex-girlfriend, and she got into it because I'd, I'd watch it. 
and uh, it's it's when they're doing the bad things. And they'd be doing stuff. And I'd be like, oh, they're doing that. That's oh. bad. And she'd go, what? And then the next thing would be John Taffer going, you can't do that. That's bad. And she's like, oh, you said, yeah, I know. I work in restaurants. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm always really convinced that their menus are the best as well. And, Ooh. oh, Chef Ramsay's going to oh. love our food. Well, And it's always like frozen, oh, awful stuff. What do yeah. you say? Um, it's so convinced. The me. British ones are better because they're actually way more truthful and less edited. And also in the American ones, they say, hey, why don't you just, you know, put on how much you believe in your menu? But in Britain, it's th- there was less of that because it was earlier on in the thing, so they didn't have it as much. One of the ones, my favourite ones, <laughs> French chef. Uh, he used to be, he used to have a rosette, but he doesn't anymore. And he served a roast and he microwaved the roast potatoes. Oh, no. And Gordon Ramsay was just like, oh, have you microwaved these potatoes? No. Oh, no, deep fried. Sorry, he deep fried the roast what? potatoes. So they were all just like, they were like little rocks of thing. With really thing. Oh. Did you deep fry these? And he's like, no. <laughs> I know you deep fried these. I know what deep fried roast potatoes look like. No, I haven't done that. Plus, we filmed you doing it. Yeah, and yeah. then eventually, and yeah. then eventually, it's just like, yeah, I did. Why? Why I love lie? When they lie? And it's on camera. It's so it's, stupid. Yeah. If I wasn't in, if I wasn't doing comedy, I don't know. I'd like to think that I'd be in some sort of performance thing. Pantomime. Yeah. Pantomime. I'm hopefully doing that. Hopefully. It sounds like you made the right. But I really admire you for making that jump. I can totally, mm. uh, yeah, totally. had to be like, because. A major thing is, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough writing? And the answer is no. Nobody's doing enough because otherwise you'd be... So what I've done is I've surrounded myself with the right environment. So even Mm. though sometimes I wake up and I don't do anything... At least I'm in that environment. Yeah. All my friends, are, all my friends are comedians. I go on my days off. I'll go to the show, and people are like, "Why are you waiting your day off?" It's like because I'm a comedian, not a bartender, you bum. And, um, <laughs> and uh, but this. and uh, so yeah, I, I just, oh, I, just I watch, I absorb uh, yeah. as much as I can, and I gig and I try and get more gigs and I network as well you know it's all about that. Yeah, so, doing something you love as well, isn't it? Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, it's the I, it's the yeah. only thing I want to do. Yeah. It really, literally, is the only thing I want to do, and I and I talk, try to explain it to my dad because he's he would never do it. He's he's got such like, you know, a phobia of public speaking, and I and I was saying to him the the hardest bit, uh, sorry, the easiest bit of doing stand up comedy for me anyway is being on stage. The hardest bit is getting gigs, getting gigs. networking, yes. writing. That's the hardest bit. But for yeah. someone like myself, it's all I want to do. It's the easiest bit. Mm. So yeah, yeah, that's the bit you actually want to be doing, isn't it? It's the work exactly. you've got to do to to get there. I, I find a very similar thing because uh, I'm a full time musician, and I find it's it's like when you're actually there performing, that's the bit people see and they think, oh, yeah. oh that looks like a lot of fun, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, just show up the, and play your guitar nice, for a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, amazing. It's yeah. like the, the work that goes into like break down the PA system at the oh, end, and it's always goodness. really awkward, and you're like trying to do this, and everyone's like, oh, you've no. driven for hours, hours to get there. Oh, yeah. yeah. well yeah. All that rehearsal time, mm-hmm. you know, putting everything together. Honest to God, like it all pays off. Yeah, like I being on stage for me isn't work. Oh God, that's an enjoyable hobby. That's why we do it because we don't want to work. Because you're going to be doing that bit. Yeah. Fucking yeah. I love when people say, oh, why are bands so expensive? It's like, well, oh, let me show you what goes on in the background. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, you're going to show up, play guitar, and then go home. And I think yeah. that generally it's getting better now. And like, you know, the gigs, we, you know, when when you were talk, we were talking about that post 
earlier on when he said somebody wanted a comedian for three hours and they were mm. going to pay 200 quid. Now, you can sort of see how they think that's reasonable. I think 200 pounds is a lot of money. You know, what's that an hour? That's mm. 200, 200 pounds for three hours. Like, yes, you yeah. know, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's more than I make in an hour. And it's, well, it is a standing on stage and making people laugh. That must be easy if that's what you do. And it's like, mm, but it's the education no. about it and, as yeah. well. And it was nice how some people were responding with yeah. helpful suggestions. Yeah. I, I try to do that even when like, in the comedy forums when it's it's so easy to get into a bitch fest and it's so easy to just pick a side. But I if somebody has made a mistake, especially if they're a comedian or wannabe comedian, I'll always try and look at it from their perspective. Like somebody somebody called out someone for um trying to put on a gig in their venue and they said it's my venue and they put on a gig and I was like, first of all, you don't own the venue, so it's not your venue. Right? <laughs> you do run a comedy gig there and that's absolutely right. And it, and and the, the way they explained it is if they run a gig in that venue and someone else runs a different comedy gig in that venue, that comedy is crap, uh, it's poorly run, it'll affect that badly. And that is true. But also, um, this I wasn't sure how much this person knew or if they knew it. So I was like, so there was so much hate, so much vitriol coming this guy's way. And I was mm. just sort of trying to be balanced, be like, you know, hey, man, like, I know you probably didn't mean to do this, but can you see now in the way in which everyone's reacting that maybe it might be best to pull a gig? And he's like, no, I can't pull a gig. I've, I've already I've already promised the act this. I've already done that. I was like, uh, well, maybe these acts will and probably will see this all now and they'll probably want to pull out anyway. So mm. it might just be best just to cut your losses. You know, even if you've spent £200 or something like that to book the venue might genuinely be best in the long run to do it. Guy still did it anyway, but I was happy with the way that I reacted to that. Yeah, because yes. yeah. it was guiding yeah. rather than yeah, rather because you know. it's so easy just to jump on and go, "You cunt! How yeah. could you?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, How? and that's what people did. Right. That's what people uh, did. They genuinely they just picked the side and they went for it because they want to, you know, buster themselves up or you know put themselves in with the right thing. But I, you know, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same reason why. Uh, that's just like Facebook for you, isn't it? In general, mm. I think it's getting better. I really do. It's getting. Mm. It was. Fine. It was like Twitter. Twitter. Twitter and Facebook were fine, and then something happened, and then it's all gone to shit. But I think it is yeah. getting better slowly. It's funny because, like, that's how years ago, before Facebook, you'd have like message boards <laughs> online, and they'd always start off MSN. with good intentions, and yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, the, the message board would just be corrupted by all people falling out, and mm. then the message board would come to an end, and then <laughs> someone would set up a new message board, mm. and, and that's how that was like the life of a message board. But with Facebook, it's just there eternally, well, isn't yeah, it? It's like, but you can delete <laughs> stuff. But sometimes I'll make a mistake, I'll leave it up there. Like uh, my friend posted this video. Which um, I only I only watched half of it, and that was the, that was the thing. It was a video of some guy wanting to do work on a canal, and this guy came out, and he and he seemed like at the start, he seemed like he had some sort of mental disability. But what it was is he was just putting that act on to make the guy feel weird and see how he reacted and stuff like that. And at the end, he went, ah, "I'm only joking, mate." Like, um, but I watched half a video, and you know, this guy uh, posts stuff sometimes that is a bit too far. Uh, and I and I said, you know, this guy clearly is a disability. And people went, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. You're wrong. He didn't. And I and then the guy, <laughs> because he's such a supportive friend, but he was joking. He went, this is why you'll never be funny, Tom. And I was just like, <laughs> ah, right. Oh no, I, you didn't. Well, you know, and I said, yeah, ha ha ha. Jokes on me. I should have watched the whole video, silly. And now I could just delete that comment. But you know, who's perfect? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs>
Yeah, see how long it takes for him to get it. Okay. The pit, I was in the pit, you were in the pit, y'all were in the pit, the pit, I was in the pit, you were in the pit, y'all were in the pit, yeah, most right, does it, yeah. <laughs> Parks and Rec reference. Yeah, I don't nice. know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Your five thousand candles is the wind. We need a song that's five thousand times better. <laughs> right. Some interviewing done, shall we? Yeah. Are, Are you ready? Started. That's cool. It's the, the, the cool thing to do is just like leave it record. That's Fair like, enough. That's what all the cool Whoa. podcasts do. So, Tom <laughs> Reese. Evans, mm. what special skills would you say you're particularly good at or particularly bad at? Well, I think we can all agree that I'm pretty good at laughing. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good at laughing. The best. Stephen laughs. Um, the I, lol master. What am I bad at? Uh, that, the, oh my gosh, how bad is that? That I can't think of anything <laughs> Man. I don't know. I'm pretty bad at most things, I would say. Um, uh, I don't know. I try to be good at everything. I try to. I try to. I try to put my all into everything. You could. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not as good at guitar as most people think I am. Like I can. I. I don't think of myself as good at the guitar. I am really bad at. I can't play guitar. Yeah. I'm. But I can hold a tune. I can. You know, you're I synonymous can, with the guitar. Oh no, with me, it's offensive. Anyway. It's offensive to people's ears. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Well, I do it anyway. So. No. Not me. <laughs> oh, you. Not, yeah. <laughs> not you. <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit then. I think it's you look really sincere. No. Um. Have you, I, have you ever had like a really bad gig where you've like really oh completely messed up a song and on guitar and thought, oh no. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did a gig for my local pub once and it went badly. And um Should we reenact it? No. Yeah. Please no. Yeah. I, I played um <laughs> I played George Harrison's Got My Mind Set on You. Oh yeah. And awesome. I was I was going through it and I was halfway through it, I was like, This doesn't sound right and then I looked at it afterwards and it was like, Oh, you're supposed to have the capo on. <laughs> oh no. Fuck So I, I did the whole song in the wrong key. And it was George Harrison as well. So everyone knew that one. And you know when you're trying to play along, you're just suggesting it and as you're singing it. But I learned a lesson from that, you know, in that if if that's happened, either stop the song and go, hang on, this isn't right. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, just give me two <laughs> minutes and I'll sort myself out. Or do it a cappella, because that's that the next gig that I did where that happened, uh, it was Max Boyce's song, and it, it was just clearly a bad tab. So I just stopped after like the first or second chord. I was like, this isn't wrong. So I'm just going to do it a cappella. It was in a rugby club, so everyone yeah. knew it anyway. Yeah. And it kicked the night off well. So yeah, yeah you, that's the thing. Re- you make mistakes, but you learn from them. I yeah, always remember seeing a gig and the band played song two, but the guitarist was playing in a different key to the bassist. Uh, and it was just, how can you not hear that? And they just carried on going. 
Uh, so it was do, 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 do. <laughs> and the guy came in like do, 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 do. No, that's the right I think did they realise they're uh, playing in different I think, I think panic sets in when that happens because that's what happened to me I, I, was, I was panicking hmm. and lack of experience <laughs> and you've got yeah. to make mistakes to learn lessons yeah so. I mean that's you learn more from the bad gigs than you do from the good gigs that's what yes. I, I, I always say that and, and I <laughs> and that makes and it easier but I think that's why I like watching bad comedians because I you also learn, learn lessons away. you know it's so much better to learn off someone else's mistakes it's harder. Yeah, like, I'm you not going to be doing that. Well, you you know, you got to yeah. learn specifically what they did and keep that in your brain. Whereas it's, you know, yeah. your my mistakes, they just float around in my head all day. And I'll get like Tourette's in the car. <laughs> Fucking hate myself because it'll like remind me, I'll, something will remind me of something that I've done or something I've said. Is this Sarah Milliken's 11 o'clock rule? Is it yeah, I've been told that, but it's, um, it's easier said than done. And it might work for Ms. Milliken. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I try, I, you know, I do, I, I, I'm actively trying, uh, yeah, there we go. I'm really bad at being, I'm really, I'm really bad at being easy on myself. So I'm really good at being hard on myself. So I do need to let stuff go a bit and, and mm. but I am, I, I'm getting better. Like I'm, I'm, I'm identifying these weaknesses and I'm working on them, but it's not going to happen overnight, but it's, uh, you know, I'm so much better than I was three years ago. So, yeah. Tell us something about yourself that we might find surprising. Surprising? I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm a. I'm a pretty open book. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Got that from you. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll tell everyone anything straight away. I think that's that's what people most people find off putting about me. Uh, <laughs> things about me are surprised. Uh, no, because you know. I think people know everything about me. Well, I don't know. I could start. Right. I'm a, a very proficient cocktail bartender. Um, like I can, That's I, cool. can I mean, I didn't, I, can I didn't flare, know that. I can do flare events. Um, I'm, again, I'm not as proficient. Can you do that? Yep, that's flare. Oh. I can do that. I used to do events, um, like event bartending, where you know cool. we you'd set up a bar in the in the middle of a field. One time we we set up. A, <laughs> we didn't know who it was for, so we, we got there, set up the bar, and we we're serving him. Who is this guy, by the way? It's his fiftieth birthday party. But who is he? And the guy, he basically runs Tesco. And it's like, oh, so this guy is a multi-millionaire John Tesco. John Tesco. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a pretty good chef. Um, oh, that's one That's one thing. I, I love cooking for other people. Oh. I, do, I had Louis Burgess round. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. He's a comedian from South, the mm-hmm. Southwest Circuit. Yeah. He came up to Liverpool and I made him some chicken wings. And oh, now, nice. it took me an hour. Gravy? It took me no gravy, unfortunately. I couldn't. Make the, oh no, I did make the gravy actually. We just didn't have it because it was like, but um, but yeah, um, <laughs> um, and I made these chicken wings for him, and he has literally just eaten them. Like, you should sell these. And like, oh, I want to be a comedian. And so uh, oh, yeah, nice. pretty good chef, pretty good signature dish. I, oh well, apart from chicken, chicken wings, wings, I make an excellent moussaka. Moussaka. Mm. Is that is the it? correct yeah. pronunciation? Moussaka. <laughs> Moussaka. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to that. Yeah, it's Moussaka. Oh, Mo is... No, it would have been well. It should be... Moussaka. There's a U uh, in it, isn't it? Big fat Greek, mm. Greek wedding. It'd be Mo... What's that? What's that? It's Moussaka. Moussaka. <laughs> in Welsh, it'd be Mo Uska. Okay. Because the U would be like a U, wouldn't it? So Mo Uska. Yeah, but it's not. It's Greek, so... <laughs> We just changed the yeah. <laughs> if you were a superhero, which one would you be? Or you can make your own up. I always wanted to be Wolverine when I was a kid because I used to wear my gloves up in in between my 
in my coat. Okay. So the gloves would come out and they were silver, that's why. The gloves <laughs> would come out and I'd be like, Wing! like that. <laughs> um, but now... I challenge you to a duel. Yeah, that's probably why I got best so fu- Best Wolverine film? Oh, Logan, definitely. Logan? Yeah. Logan is just great. I've perfect still film. not seen Oh my god! Oh, watch so it. Good. Forget everything you know about X Men and oh yeah, go into you, it with like you wouldn't even mind. know. You wouldn't even really need to know. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's good to know because you're like, oh, that's what. Uh. Um, Very cool. Film. I quite like Spider Man. He's he's pretty boss. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to be Superman though. I don't know why. No. He's too too perfect. In yeah. a way, um, he's, he's not very cool at the moment, is he? Superman? No, he's, uh, he's not the coolest. This, which is really frustrating because you'd think he hasn't got that backstory. That you know. Well, that's what they could go into. You need the whole, uh, some sort of flaw, the, the, don't you? Character flaw. Well, you know, Smallville was really popular. Yeah. That was about Superman. That was yeah. hugely popular. It was. Uh, but if you're going to... I watched that for Lex Luthor. Yeah. He, he needs some sort of flaw, yeah. He needs some sort of, like, kryptonite, doesn't he? Yeah. What about kryptonite? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was going to make one up. I quite liked um, Carl Pilkinson's uh, idea. Oh, when yeah. he said, bullshit, man. Bullshit. And somebody starts speaking bullshit, he'd fly in and go, bullshit! <laughs> like that. I'd quite like to be Carl Pilkinson. When did he bullshit. say that? Was it that, on... was in, uh, that was in Ricky Gervais' show. Yeah. Because oh, what I love about when he says that <laughs> is, when he says, <laughs> is when he says, I want to be bullshit man. And they're like, what does that go like? And he says, well, you fly in. And then he does a little like swoop motion. <laughs> he goes, you fly in, whoop, bullshit. Like that. And I love that. Um, I'd quite like to be. Yeah, so if I'm going to be a thing, I'm going to be bullshit man. Bullshit man. man. Okay. Like, uh, Carl Pilkins. I like cool. it. But if I was to make up my own superpower, it would probably be the power of Zen. Oh, okay. Just to give myself a break. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us one so thing boring, you though. have habitually overspent on and do not regret. My guitar. Mm. My guitar. I, I went into the shop. Uh, what guitar a, is it? It's a it's a it's a fancy one. No, mm. it's a it's a Hudson something. Which is uh, it's a beautiful guitar. It is really, really nice. nice. It's got such a nice sound. I went in there only wanting to spend two hundred and fifty pounds, and such such a you know the guy just the guy just played me. He knew what he was doing. He played me like a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in I wouldn't fret about it. Uh, oh. Struck an I didn't even like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a note of that. Yeah. <laughs> Spectrum that right out of thin air, right? Uh, no, he uh, he. Um, <laughs> there we go. He, uh, he, he, I said I want to spend £250. He was like, okay, well, I, these are the two hundred fifty pound one there. They're all right, but let me show you this one, this one, and he and then he picked this up, and he went and he can do this. You know, played like classical gas or something like that. Something that I still can't play four or five years later. And Sorry, I haven't got around to learning it yet either. And, um, <laughs> Uh, and I was like, wow. And, uh, and then he went, and I could show you this 251. And then he just, you know, played like, <laughs> and, uh, he, yeah, he played me like a, he played me like a fiddle and, uh, and I ended up buying this, but I don't regret it. I spent twice the money that I originally intended to. But yeah. You'll an, never regret buying it. It's an investment. Out. And you know, when I, when I got these, when I got the machine heads, I got the machine heads. Dan is pointing to all his guitars. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four. Five, six. There's one hidden behind there as well. And seven. And there's one at my parents' house as well. You have children. <laughs> <laughs> they are there my they children. Are. They are my children. <laughs> <laughs> going to have a band soon. 
like a yeah. mini mini band. Oh yeah, they, you can um, you can make them perform and get some money out of this investment. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no. I, every time I get something like fixed or whatever on it, I'll always spend the most money possible because it's you know I've had these strings on there for about two years. They do look like they might need changing at some point. Yeah, I've, uh, I've got new <laughs> strings. I've got new strings. There's but... something like where, about wearing the strings in, though. <sighs> I hate changing strings because, like, I love the sound that clean strings make, but mm. it's like, now you've got to start from scratch again and wear well, them in the game. I'm really scared because, yeah, like you said, they do look like they... Just take them off, unwind them, take them off, put them in a pan of boiling water for half an hour, take them out after the water's cooled, Put it back on. They'll be squeaky clean. Because you, you want to clean first. the dirt out of them. That is, some people do that when they yeah, don't. Yeah, but know. that's, I've got, I've got the strings already. Oh, just <laughs> Yeah. Well, this yeah. is what I, I really don't, because if, if I, um, if I'm mid-gig and one of the strings breaks, gig's over. Nah. <laughs> Full stop. No. I watched, I watched a, um. You've got five I, more. I, I, I watched a clip of someone mid-gig whilst on a stadium stage, changing the string. And not stopping the song. Yeah, BB King. BB King, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, he's yeah. famous for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe yeah. it. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And I've also seen um, seen a clip of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, he snaps a string, but he basically has a guitarist. Uh, sorry, um, a techie come on and give him another guitar. Yeah, mid guitar solo. Yeah. So he's like playing the solo, and then he sort of like swings that guitar around. Someone's taking it off him. Someone's putting the other one on, and he just carries on. That's just. That's I just listen to a really good podcast at the moment as well. It's the Business Wars. It's Gibson versus Fender. Oh right. Oh yeah. Um, that one they've got a Marvel versus DC. They've got Coke versus Pepsi. It's really good. But the Fender, <laughs> the Gibson Fender one's really one. interesting. Yeah. That's what I've been listening to up on the way. Mm, cool. Yeah. Do you collect anything? No. I've never been a collector. Not a hoarder or anything. Never hoarder. been a collector. I've yeah. never, I'm, you know, I have a drawer full of things, but, you know, ask me to throw <laughs> it out and I'll throw it out tomorrow. I wouldn't even give a shit. Like, you know, they shouldn't, yeah. they, shouldn't they shouldn't be They're there just anyway. things. They're just things. Things, yeah. things are things. But for me, it's yeah. about, it's about, you know, life experiences and, uh, and friendships and, Aww. and bubbles and magic and rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> I've got this massive collection of gold watches that I just can't wow. bring myself to throw out. Yeah, it's a massive it stash of porn. Yeah. I just don't know what to do with it. <laughs> no, it's all just on my history. Jesus. Does yeah. anyone own porn anymore? I mean, yeah. People do. Amy? People do. They still sell it. Do people no. own porn anymore? I don't, I don't think. I don't know. Why are you asking me? <laughs> you got that sex shop vibe. I used to work in a sex shop. I, went I into don't a sex know shop why once you in, think in, that. Yeah, exactly. I went into the sex shop once in um, Germany. Oh, this is a weird story to start telling, but I've already started it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've got to commit now. Middle-aged woman behind the counter, and she's wearing a denim skirt and like a, a crop top that was way too small for her. Attractive wearing it anyway. Nope, nope, not attractive. Um, I mean, maybe one time, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> In the sixties, and uh, I would just like have a look around, and so there was there was the counter in front of her when they went through the door. So there was a counter between me and her, and she was on a stool. And then I went to, I went to like the side of the shop. So there was like, there was nothing between me and Hannah. And she literally turned towards me and just opened her legs up like that. And I, I got to know the ceiling very well. 
Because I just look it up like that and I was like, where's the door? Where is the door? Put it and my away. mate was in that. But when I was, when I was, when I was a 19 year old, you know, I was probably quite a, pr- a pretty 19 year old as it were. Cause I was quite tall and quite thin and whatever. And, uh, and my mates turned to me after we went out the shop. Did you? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I saw. Because uh, all I saw was a, all I saw was a peripheral. All I'll say is it looked angry. Open <laughs> for business. Angry and. <laughs> uh, wow. Ted, Ted. Yeah. Why did I start telling this? We've story? had all sorts of grim stories. When I was on holiday years ago, um, it was before I was with, before I met my wife, I was with my ex, and uh, I went on holiday with um, a guy from work, and. Uh, I thought, oh, I've got to buy something, a souvenir. And I thought, what would she find funny? And I thought, oh, and we were in a sex shop. And I thought, oh, I'll buy that pack of rude playing cards for her. That'll be funny. And the guy behind the counter, because we were in Spain. Sorry, I should explain. We were on holiday in Spain. Okay. And the guy behind the counter didn't speak a word of English. But um, Unbelievable. But um, I, I was in like, oh, Spain. can I buy the, the cards behind the, the glass countertop? And he goes, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And he gets them out. And, si, I was, si. cool, cool. and I was trying to explain to him, I was like, can I just check that all the cards are in there? And he was like, eh, eh, eh? And I was like, I, I want to count the cards. So I started doing this motion where I was like counting cards. And he was like, ah, see, see, see. And he started dealing hands on the counter. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and we were like what's going on here and we were like this is really strange and there's just all these like rude pictures of women on the counter and there was people was the pack of cards was it already opened or did it have plastic over it it was um, it was open there was no seal around it so I was Ah, well within my right to check yeah but it was just like but still were you going to play with these cards or were they just going to be a Mm, souvenir were you planning on having family poker nights (laughs) deal let's play snap kids yeah like um what was going through his mind what part of him thought that, that that's what i wanted to do was it, mm. i've come into this sex shop to have a game of cards with this but it was nice proprietor. that he was willing to yeah, you know yeah. I, nice we one. were on the beach um in on on a holiday just now came back from the beach my dad went into the sea and he came out and he went oh crap like that and he took his phone out of his back pocket and I literally just grabbed it from him and I, right, we need to go, we need to go to that hut there where they're serving food and get it in some rice. So we, we jogged over yeah. to the, and I, but the guy behind the counter didn't speak uh, <laughs> oh, no. English. So I said, I said, my, my dad dropped his phone and it needs, it needs rice. And he's like, like that. <laughs> and I said, no, no, my dad, my, my, it's my phone, my dad, my dad went in the sea and now the phone's wet. We need it dry. So I tried to simplify it as much as possible. Oh, no. And the guy just went, ah, I give you five euros for the phone. <laughs> like, oh, nailed it. Nobody knew what he was saying. He nailed it. And, I, and I, was, I was angry at first, but then I was like, I was like, ah, oh, so he did that. He gave me some rice. <laughs> and he went, rice, you need, you need. He was like, you want dry? And I was like, no, 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 we need rice. He's like, ah, oh, because obviously he didn't give No, he didn't give us cooked rice. He gave us, he gave us a bag of rice. And he only, he, they, they charge the moon for everything over there now because it, it was like really cheap there, but my family were going there for like so long over the years. It's become a bit more expensive, but everything's become mm. a bit more thing because they tried to make all their money in one season. Uh, but fair enough, he gave us a big bag of rice, charges a euro. Ah. All good. Ah, nice. oh, cool. And did yeah. the phone work afterwards? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Oh, but... It wasn't necessarily <laughs> broken at all because these new phones as well, they're quite waterproof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just people drop in the toilets ball, all the time. Don't yeah, they? yeah, ball, yeah. That's what, that's what <laughs> one of the reasons why I know how to do it. But yeah, I, um, <laughs> YouTube history. Yeah, how but yeah, I just um, dropped there just in case. I thought it was a good thing, and the phone works. And it's all good. Cool. You still yeah. using it? 
Yeah. Still, still got the same phone. Yeah. <laughs> what is the most ridiculous conspiracy theory you can think of? Make one up. That there's no want. moon. There's no, no space, moon. But space is fake. Space is fake. Space is fake. <laughs> uh, conspiracy, like... Well, no, I heard that one. I think oh. the most ridiculous... Cause, yeah, well, the, the famous, you know, the space is fake. The flat earth <laughs> one. Is flat earth, space is fake. <laughs> oh, any, the space, hollow yeah, earth any, as any well. Bravo and that hollow earth, yeah. But I think, <laughs> genuine, and it's a bit genuine now, I think the biggest conspiracy is that the way to get ahead in comedy is to take other people down. I think that's oh. the biggest conspiracy because a lot of people adhere to it and it's what really? they seem to be doing their entire time so you see it all on the, you, see it, you see it on the Facebook groups all the time I don't think I think it's becoming less popular now but I think it's because people like me are going around and saying guys this isn't the way to do it yeah. yes. guys let's support the each other the same works with bands as well same works with bands mm. exactly yeah. taking other especially in a scene well, that off the music is scene. as yeah. stunted as the South Wales scene because it is stunted because there's too many people support. who've not been supporting each other instead of just been spending their time taking yeah. each other down. And then you've got and brilliant people like yourself and Sarah who yeah. are so and supportive. free nights, like, isn't it? Well, yeah. 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 I mean, you got you just got to put the effort in. you got to set your goals and not be afraid to be the bad guy sometimes. Like, for example, uh, Copper Bar. Mm. Yeah, I went in yeah. and there was eight, eight summary acts and they were t- all told that they could do 15 minutes. And I came in and I was going to be the MC, and I said, that's not going to work. Mm. And, the, and, the, and and he said, oh, I didn't really want to, you know, tell people once I've already I'm like, yeah, but that's, that's fine. But it's going to be worse if you let everyone do 15 minutes. So let's have everyone do seven minutes, bish, bash, bosh, boom. And was it a good night? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Nailed it. It, it was really, yeah, boosh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ah. Uh, you're oh. not, you've got oh. just punch Tom with your Injury. knuckle duster. <laughs> yeah, I know it's. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It, it was really good. That's fine. Uh, it was really good in the end, and it's just you've got to sometimes not be the bad guy because you're not being the bad guy. Be you're cruel just to be, be kind, a bit grown up about it, and uh, cruel to be kind. Uh, it, but yeah, but also time. just in general, just be supportive of each other yeah like apparently there's this thing now and I hope the person who was responsible hears this because it's ridiculous is you can't say anymore that you smashed a gig oh I've seen this one yeah, yeah. I was wondering what this is yeah. I'm calling you out bitch. I smashed I'm it calling you yeah. out the, like somebody said you can't say you smashed a gig anymore it's yeah. silly it's why is that silliest thing that I've ever read in my entire life it's not a phrase right. I use anyway now, but some pe- and I know the reason why it's because some people will go I smash every gig, or I've smashed that gig. And people say, oh, the word has been diluted. But that is so fucking nonsense. If you <laughs> if you go around saying you smashed every gig, A, people are going to know that you're full of shit, and B, people will have been there. So And people talk. So they'll so you'll soon get found out if that's the sort of yeah. thing you're doing. But to, yeah. to tell people that they can no longer use the word smashed is just... Fucking stupid. <laughs> I think we found the tagline for this episode when we post it on social media. We should just put like, Tom came on the Comedy Geek and podcast and smashed, smashed it. it. Yeah, I'm just going to put that up. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Um, no, it's it's it's. it's you actually cut him with your ring? Yeah. Oh my God. Twice. Is that your guitar playing? It looks oh. like I've been bitten by a mongoose. I'm vicious, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, it's... It, it, it's but I it's, feel really it's bad serious. now. It's serious, don't, please, don't. I'm, I'm I, I, Tom I bear, no, I don't, bear no grudges. Don't do this to anyone. I'm blood for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, uh-huh. it's fine. I got... It's not the only in issue I have. 
It's, um, yeah, I've got quite, yeah. <laughs> I punch things. It's toughening, toughening you up. But um, but yeah, no. If that's the, if that's the tagline, none of you know. Stop <laughs> trying to adjust the behaviour of other people. Worry about yourself. Write jokes. Quite gig more. Right, yeah. Enjoy yes, gigs more. So. Support. Come to other gigs that aren't your yeah. own. Stay till the end. <laughs> Stay till the end of the gig, especially if you're bringing friends. If you're bringing friends yeah. and you're on before other people, stay. Unless yeah. unless somebody is in work at 6am or 7am, but when people go, oh, I've got to work tomorrow at 10 o'clock. So, 10 o'clock is not early. Mm. I mean... Let's be fair, the, yeah. the gigs don't finish that late no. either. Yeah, comedy gigs are really well structured. Yeah. I mean, they don't run on... It's normally like, like half past 10. Music or 10, 11 just... o'clock, it's going to be latest. Takes you an hour to get home, even if you're in Bristol or something like that. Yeah, it's in the best interest. Stay till the end. Be supportive, and if you did smash it, say you smashed it. Because go for it. Anybody who's going to judge you for saying that is a dick. You heard it here first, (laughs) and it will be the last. Go forth and smash some things. The thing is, I see these things going on in south in the southwest circuit. Because it does seem to me like the southwest circuit is a little bit more. Cantankerous. How many times can we use this word? It seems to be a little bit more cantankerous <laughs> in that way. But but what happens is something will happen down down here, and I'll be like, "This is weird." And then I'll talk to all like not just you know people of my skill level or below, but also pro acts and you know uh, and people who run company venues, for mm. example. I say, "What do you think of this?" And they go, "Yeah, that's nonsense." Yeah, who really it's cares? Does anyone really care? Yeah, shit. Yeah, just just a few people. It's it's, it's yeah. It's, you know what it is? It's boring. I'm bored of it, and uh, that's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm going to come down and call people out on this bullshit. It's the bullshit. Uh, yeah, here Mr. we go. Bullshit's going to sweep in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Call back. <laughs> So where so, yeah. can we follow you? Uh, I am recently on Twitter, although I've only twatted, tweeted, twitted, twitterati. I'm trying to get into it, but the trouble is, is when you get into Twitter, it's 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 off putting because everyone's so horrible to each other. Oh, <laughs> it can be. It depends. Yeah, I try and I try and be positive and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to get better at tweeting. What's your uh, comedy? Tom Evans, I think it is. I think it's tall. no. It's yes, comedy Tom Evans. Fact checking. Uh, uh, I'm also on Instagram, but it's mainly food. But I am putting some comedy stuff on there, which is keto like underscore food. slacker. Uh, keto so I what? show what my keto what, what, when I when I uh, when I'm on the keto bit, I, I I put all my food on there that I do. Not all of it, just some of it. Yeah, that's me. That's Comedy. my. It's a very that's my, grad, that's my graduation photo because I took a I took one because um, they they were they were taking the photo, photographs and people were going up and they didn't know where to stand and they didn't know how to stand and they were just being a bit weird about it all and the, I could see the photographer was like getting a bit frustrated because it was every single one. You'd think if you've seen someone and they're stepping on the X or they don't step on the X, they move them to the X. You would then stand on that X. You're not <laughs> different to that person. You need to stand on your mark. And uh, so I could see. So I just went, stand here, look that way, turn that way. And she went, yeah, took the picture. And she said, oh, well, thank you very much. I went, no, now we're doing one for me. And it was, it was that, the gangster putting the G in graduation. of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Facebook as well, Tom Evans Comedy. Uh, I think that's 
yeah, I'm on YouTube. Uh, what is it? Yeah. I think it's just Tom Evans, comedian. And now on the comedy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get a podcast started soon, actually. Oh, yeah. Give us a shout. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I want to... Because there's so many uh, comedians that come through that I can just sort that out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So if you're in the right circles, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that the front door? (laughs) It's just always slamming the door. That's our time to go. Thank you very much for coming You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you very much, Tom. Absolute pleasure. Amazing. Thank you. Thank Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, should we have an Ollie at the end? Oh, That'd be God, good. Why yeah. Not? Why not? Finish it off. Ollie! <laughs> <laughs>